Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. There, this is going to be First Kings chapter five. And Hiram, king of Tyre, sent his servants unto Solomon, for he had heard that they had anointed him king in the room of his father. For Hiram was ever a lover of David. The Hebrew term here expresses the affection held by one friend for another. And Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, Thou knowest how that David my father could not build a house under the name of the Lord his God for the wars which were about him on every side, until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God hath given me rest on every side, so that there is neither adversary nor evil occurrent. And behold, I, pur- I propose to build a house under the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord spake unto David my father, saying, Thy son, whom I will set up upon thy throne in thy room, he shall build a house unto my name. Now therefore command thou that they hew me cedar trees out of Lebanon, and my servants shall be with thy ser- servants, and unto thee will I give hire for thy servants according to all that thou shalt appoint. For thou knowest that there is not among us any that can that can skill or know how to hew timber like unto the Sidonians. And it came to pass, when Hiram heard the words of Solomon, that he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord this day, which hath given unto David a wise son over this great people. And Hiram sent to Solomon, saying, I have considered the things which thou sentest to me for, and I will do all thy desire concerning timber of cedar and concerning timber of fir. My servants shall bring them down from Lebanon unto the sea, and I will convey them by sea in floats unto the place that thou shalt appoint me, and will cause them to be discharged there, and thou shalt receive them, and thou shalt accomplish my desire in giving food for my household. But there was this peculiarity about the work that no sound of axe, hammer, or chisel was heard on Mount Moriah while the holy house was rising day by day in beauty and glory. As Jewish tradition has it, the iron is created to shorten the days of man, and the altar to lengthen them. Therefore, it is not right that that which shortens should be lifted upon that which lengthens. The massive timber used was not merely prepared but dressed before it was brought to the sea to be conveyed in floats to Joppa, whence the distance to Jerusalem was only about 40 miles. Similarly, those great splendid, not costly as in the authorized version, hewed stones beveled at the edges of which to this day, some are seen in what remains of the ancient temple wall, the largest of them being more than 30 feet long by seven and a half feet high and weighing about weighing above 100 tons, were all chiseled mm-hmm. and carefully marked before being sent to Jerusalem. An undertaking of such magnitude would require, especially in the absence of modern mechanical appliances, a very large number of workmen. They amounted in all to 60,000 Palestinians who were divided into two classes. First comprised native Israelites, of whom 30,000 were raised by a levy, which, taking the census of David as our basis, would be at the rate of considerably less than one in 44 of the able-bodied male population. These 30,000 men worked by relays, 10,000 being employed during one month, after which they returned for two months to their homes. The second class of workmen, which consisted of strangers resident in Palestine, amounted to 150,000, of whom 70,000 were burden-bearers and 80,000 hewers in the mountains, or rather, as the expression always means, stone-cutters, and that was by Edersheim. So Hiram gave Solomon cedar trees and fir trees according to all his desire, and Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 measures of wheat for food to his household, 
and twenty measures of pure oil, thus gave Solomon to Hiram year by year. And the Lord gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him, and there was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and they too made a league together, or a covenant, or a pact. And King Solomon raised a levy out of all Israel, and the levy was thirty thousand men. And he sent them to Lebanon, ten thousand a month by courses, a month they were in Lebanon, and two months at home, and Adoniram was over the levy. And Solomon had three score and ten thousand that bear burdens, and four, four score thousand hewers in the mountains, or hewers of stone. Beside the chief of Solomon's officers, which were over the work, three thousand and three hundred, which ruled over the people that wrought in the, in the work. And the king commanded, and they brought great stones, costly stones, and huge stones, to lay the foundation of the house. And Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders did hew them, and the stone cor stone quarters, is that a word? Uh, Hebrew, it says Gib Gib Giblites, or inhabitants of Gib Gibal. So they prepared timber and stones to build the house. So the temple is underway, temple construction is underway, and uh, so we'll see what happens next chapter. Come back. Bye.